Hello and welcome to Sounds of Smoke, a mystery adventure podcast. Thank you everyone for listening. Please remember that all characters, people, events, and situations are completely made up for your fictional pleasure. They do not represent any real-life people, events, or pets, and any likeness to a reality is purely coincidental. It's just a story. Episode 9. They actually kill people. So, only a week ago, you were told to eliminate her a week ago. Hmm. Only a week ago. That's weird. I've been here for a whole year? Why was I here for a year? Coincidence? Doubt it. What I thought was that I was getting a promotion when I was moved to Long Island and made the new agent in command, but no. Now knowing the fact that I was moved to the town that Lola is from, where her parents live, and where she definitely would be found at some point, not good. Definitely a setup, and now this whole thing unravels. Holy shitballs. Somehow, I don't feel scared anymore. Maybe it's because I threw up, but... God damn, I feel so nervous now. I don't know why. Oh yeah, it's because I might be killed by my online date in his creepy house. Well, actually, it's a nice house. With his friend with the two names, who was my co-worker, and who turned out to be a secret killer agent. I mean, seriously? I went... On the online date with a killer? Come on! That doesn't happen. I fucking hate online dating. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Hey, Lola? When did you say you were fired? What? Um... Let me see, um... It's been three months, so that would make it March. Yeah. March what? Try to remember as much as you can about the last day at Tornado. Also, when did you start working on that Green Hollow project? Okay, well, let me see. I should be scared now, shouldn't I? I mean, I'm sitting in the living room in a strange house surrounded by actual killers. Like, these guys actually kill people for a living. And my best friend is one of them. And the other one of them was ordered to kill me. Not to mention that it seems that everything I thought I knew is no longer what I know. But I'm not scared. I'm excited. For the first time, I feel like I have hope. I want to know more. This is the moment. My moment when everything changes. No need to look back. Just go forward. Shit. I drifted off. What did he ask me? Lol? Sorry, Lola. Can I call you Lol? I just realized you probably get that a lot. Think details. Anything and everything. If you had a coffee, if you talked or saw someone, whether it was normal or not. I'm trying to ease her nerves a bit, as I can see she's starting to freak out and also drift off. She can work for Illurai, actually. I'm surprised she took it the way she did. Sure, she fainted and threw up, but... 
Trust me, I have seen much, much worse reactions. She is the only one that kept us on track and would not let us off the hook with questions. Most people do call her lol. Nick and Dave respond almost in unison. Oh, that's right. Last day of tornado. Yeah, they're right. You can call me lol or lols. I don't really care. Or cookie, Dave chimes in. Sure, call me cookie. It's an old nickname. I loved cookies. Anyway, cookies, Nick suddenly exclaims. Do you have any cookies? Nick asks Vic. Dude, you just carved down like a whole pizza, I say to Nick. Yeah, but that was savory. Now I need sweet, says Nick. I could go for some cookies, says Dave. For the love of God! Can you all stop stuffing your faces for a minute and focus on the shitstorm at hand? Sometimes these guys drive me nuts. I barely know Dave, but I can already tell he's going to be a dick just like all the other trade masters. I have ice cream in my ice cream truck, says Dave. That's a real ice cream truck, asks Nick. Oh yeah, it's real. And it's packed with ice cream, Dave answers. For fuck sake! I look at Lola with a look of despair, and she is smiling, and then she looks up at me. I forgot that this is a date. I think I might like her. Jeez. Psycho went from a thriller to a daycare over here. How long are they going to talk about ice cream? Vic has no control over these morons. He's a smart guy, and I'm sure he has some cool skills, but it ain't managing people. Yo, assholes! We are mid-shitstorm here. Nick, go to the ice cream truck and get ice cream. Davy, you are staying here with me, because there is no fucking way that I'm going to be left alone with a dinosaur boy. Wow. Damn, this lady means business. Immediately, Nick and Dave have stopped talking. Nick stands up and takes her orders for ice cream and then looks at me and says, Yeah, she does that. And then catches the truck keys that Dave throws at Nick and walks out. How did you do that? I can never get Nick to listen to me. Anyway, details. Right, okay. It was 11th, March 11th. Right, well, I can't really tell you much about that day because I woke up and my doorbell rang. I went to open the door. It was security guy from Tornado. I think it was a security guy because he was holding all of my things from my desk and had an envelope with the official notice that my services were no longer required and that my termination was instant and that my severance pay was already deposited into my account. I had to return my work computer and my work phone and I was no longer allowed to be at the office, which I thought was weird, but I guess that was because since some of the development projects were not made public, They didn't want an outsider to try and sell the info to any of the competitors. And that was it, really. I never had the chance to go back to the office. I wasn't even able to hang with my work friends. I remember I tried calling Sally. She and I were pretty good friends. And she wouldn't pick up, like, at all. And then she called me, like, two months later, telling me that the company declared me persona non grata. And then they were not allowed to be in contact with me until my investigation was over. I asked her, what investigation? Because I got fired for 
misappropriating company time. And that's all. And she said she didn't know. Didn't specify all she knew that they were being very weird. And total assholes. I haven't talked to her since. I'm trying to think if there's anything else happened, but I just don't know. Nick comes back with way too much ice cream. Men always eating. March 11th. Let's see, where was I? Trying to think three months back. I wasn't in Long Island. I was in... Boston. Boston! I was in Boston. Lol, have you been to Boston? Really reaching. What is it that I'm not seeing here? Thanks, man. Nick brought me a cone. It's like working with kids. Thanks. Nick brought me a vanilla orange bar. Oh, shit. I really don't want to talk about this. It's going to be so embarrassing. But okay, here we go. Uh, I have been to Boston, but not in March. It, I was there for Valentine's Day a couple of years ago. Does that help? Valentine's Day in Boston? That must have been icy. No, not really. With that asshole, Dave speaks just as he takes a huge bite of ice cream bar. What? He's talking about my ex. Yeah, I was in Boston with my ex, Eli. He is a lawyer and is now married to a stripper. So, yeah. Well, this is awkward. Thanks for that, Davey. Asshole, Dave mumbles under his breath as he eats his ice cream. Well, that's awkward. I think this is a sensitive situation where I need to comfort her. Should I hug her? I come over to the couch and give her a hug. A very awkward hug. Oh, um, okay, yeah. That sucks. Sorry, um, I mean, Dave is right. Your ex sounds like an asshole. I immediately regret it and sit across from her on the coffee table, almost missing it and falling on my ass. Anyway, I don't think Boston is the connection. What are we missing here? Green Hollow, Nick says. Right, yes. What is the Green Hollow project? With all this ice cream distraction, I completely forgot about the big fucking elephant in the room. What the fuck was that with the weird hug? Vic smells nice, though. I wonder if he thinks that this is still a date. Cause hell no. Although, he is cute and has the whole secret agent thing going for him. And Dave does not like him. He never likes the guys I end up dating. Would I date him? Hmm. Yeah, I can't think about this right now. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, they distracted me with the ice cream. Exactly. She gets me. And she smells nice. Like vanilla. Oh, man. This is going to be boring. Okay. Green Hollow Project is a redevelopment project in northern New Jersey. There's this large old tire factory with a ginormous parking lot that has been abandoned for like 20 years. 
it's bordering the woods. Tornado was thinking of redeveloping it into a luxury, age-restricted community. Old folks home. It was about a year ago that I started working on it. My job was to inspect the property environmentally and structurally and to make sure that it can be redeveloped. A year ago? When? Uh, let me see. It must have been July. Oh, uh, yeah. July 2nd. Yeah. So almost exactly a year ago. Crazy, huh? Where does the time go? That's it. That is our starting point. I was relocated here last year on July 4th. That's two days after the project had started. I was here then. Oh, yeah? I was here last year for the 4th as well. I wonder if I saw you. Bingo. Do you usually come here for the 4th? No, not always. This was just a one-off, really. My parents decided to host a family reunion, so I had to come. I remember I was complaining to Nick actually about it. Do you remember, Nick? I met you on the 3rd, and I kept getting those ridiculous texts from my parents about who's coming and who's not, and how I'm dreading going to the reunion thing. Oh, shit, you did. I remember putting it in my report, says Nick as he finishes off his second ice cream. And the next day, I was sent to Long Island. So, Green Hollow Project is our starting point. Now, what happened a week ago that got everyone so scared of Lola? Nothing. Nothing happened a week ago. I did get a call from Tornado, but it was today or yesterday. What time is it? But I didn't answer. Voicemail. I have a voicemail from them. I shuffle around in my bag and take out my phone and play the voicemail on speaker. Hello, this is Cynthia from Tornado calling. I am trying to reach Lola Mills. It's regarding one of the projects you have been a part of during the time of your employment. To be more specific, we have some follow-up questions about Green Hollow Project. Please give us a call back at your earliest convenience. This is my direct line. I'm available 24-7. Thank you. Yeah, Green Hollow Project is definitely our starting point. That was the only contact that I had with Tornado. The key, says Nick. Huh? He's talking to me. Maybe? Nick and I had to do this gruesome retrieval. The item was a key. That key is part of this, but that was only three days ago. The order came a week ago. Anyone? Any ideas? I run my mind through the past week, day by day, and I can't spot anything out of place. Dave gets up, looks at Nick, and says, Alrighty then. Let's go to the basement. Lol, you might want to stay upstairs, or I can take you home. My heart jumps in my throat like a lump of ice cream. All kinds of scary running through my mind. It's too late. I'm in it now. Ask. What's in the basement? Francis. It just rolled off my tongue, just like that without any consideration of how this little piece of information is going to change things for her. As soon as the name left my lips, I realized that Lola is now part of us. The thing she knows now, she can't unknow. Oh well, welcome to the family. I could see Dave looking at her with concern. He realized the same thing I did. No going back now. I see. Great. Well, I did ask. 
Okay, fine, 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 fine. No, 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 that's good. Yeah, fine. I'm fine. Cool. Basement. Huh. Fine. Are you fine? What? Yeah, no. I mean, I, yes, I am fine. Sorry, I'm just processing the whole Francis in a basement thing. Is, is he... You know, uh, dead or... Uh... No, he's alive. I pause to see her reaction. I know she understands what I'm trying to say. Honestly, I don't know how to say it to her. Dave walked over to Lola and kneeled down in front of her to speak. Hey, Cookie, I think I should take you home. Look, this part is not for you. We are going to torture Francis for information and then kill him. So please, let me take you home. Even Nick can't get used to this part. Alive. And they are... Fuck. Don't pussy out now. You don't have a choice. If you pussy out, you die. Fuck. How did I end up here? Stop it. Be calm. You're in it. Plus, you always hated Francis. <laughs> Not funny. Don't joke about this. A laugh came out from my mouth. I looked at the guys and they were freaked out more than me. Sorry, I got lost in my thoughts and I take a deep breath and continue. I'm not fine. And it's going to take me some time to get used to this whole thing for sure. But I'm not going anywhere. And I don't want to be killed because some giant power-hungry corporation fucked up. So fuck that and fuck all of you. So bring out the knives or the rack or whatever and let's get to it. I get up and start walking in the direction of the kitchen. I can feel my eyes are watering. I'm starting to cry. Fuck, I'm crying. I don't want to cry. It's okay. You're in shock. But stop it. Stop being a pussy. You can do this. The thing is, I'm not crying because I'm scared. Well, partially I am. I'm crying because I think I'm actually going to do this. Fuck. Lola gets up and starts walking towards the other room. We could all see that she's crying, but I know that she's not crying from fear. She doesn't know it yet, but she's crying because deep down she is just like us. A killer. Fuck, she's going to be a natural. I've trained enough newcomers to know when they have what it takes or not, and one thing is clear. That this girl, who is under all the stress and is still so focused that if we teach her she can become better than us at this okay the lady has spoken to the basement lol where are you going the kitchen to get knives i wipe my eyes and hail and turn around authoritatively to see that they are all smiling and chuckling at me. Dave looks at Thick and says, she just started to learn. So let's all cut her some slack. 
What? Didn't you just say you're going to torture Francis? Yes, Cookie, but not with dinnerware, says Dave. Oh. He continues. Hey, Vic, do you have a kid here? Otherwise, I have water in my truck. There are torture kids? Oh, yeah. Sorry, didn't mean to sound so stoked. But, yeah. I don't use my kitchen knives. I cook with them. Thank you for listening. Sounds of Smoke was written by Anna Abrams and performed by Anna Abrams and Dan Medvedick.